This is Jess Halliday. I'm in Leuven in Belgium at the Eusta Stevia Symposium. I'm here with Frank Jacks of Chromadex. Frank, can you tell me where are we at currently with analytical methods and reference materials for the stevia industry? Uh, most of the analytical methods and the reference materials have been largely worked out pretty well. So I would say that where the industry is is that a lot of the these this, these issues have in fact been covered with the research that we've been doing, and largely as an investment from from our company, but also investments from the a lot of the players in the the Stevie industry. I would say have got most of these issues worked out it's just right now it's more of an issue of that we need to bring harmonization uh, of the analytical methods acceptance of analytical methods and reference materials throughout a wide range of the various suppliers that are now involved in this stevia supply industry Okay, so harmonization is, is pretty critical at this stage. What about some of the issues which you have had to deal with? I understand that stevia is very hygroscopic. That means it absorbs water very quickly. Uh, that's right. Water is an issue. Uh, there are a couple other issues regarding solubility of the compound as well, depending upon how the material may be crystallized. And again, I think the industry at this point is far enough along. They understand these issues. A lot of these companies have spent a lot of money and research to, to figure out what is going on here. The, I think they have a large or have a high level of understanding of these issues. It's just right now of bringing sort of a level of harmonization and bringing it all together. So if stevia material does absorb a lot of water, how does that affect the, the quality of, of what a company might use? Well, if... If it's hygroscopic and it'll pick up water, then it may accumulate weight. Water is not going to be in any way harmful. It's not going to. There, there's no issues with that. the The issue is that it could affect the the amount of stevia that's supposed to be added. Uh, because if if it does pick up five percent water, which wasn't there after the manufacturing process was complete, it's just a matter of knowing how much water is there before you go into your manufacturing process. What about some of the other elements which uh, which might turn up in your analysis of uh, of stevia material? I'm talking about adulteration, right. perhaps with some other chemicals. Well, I mean, there's already been a couple that have alluded to this uh, out there. So, I mean, it's there's no secret about it at this point is that there are some issues with the potential of adulteration with things that shouldn't be there. Like, for instance, uh, aspartame turning up or sucralose perhaps turning up in a stevia product so that uh, they can make the product taste better uh, and uh, try to hide something in there that will maybe a, an economic adulterant, for instance. And these are, again, the issues that have to be tackled. And when you say economic adulteration, do you mean because, for example, aspartame or sucralose is cheaper than stevia? Right. I mean, if the adulterating compound is less expensive, then you could add some of that in to shave down the costs. And uh, stevia is obviously is still a premium product, a premium pricing on it right now because it's new, natural unlike the other compounds. so Great, well, thank you very much, Frank Jacks of Promodex. This is Jess Halliday in Leuven in Belgium.